Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a, another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope that you are doing very, very well. As always, a thank you to our patrons over at Patreon. If you would like to gain early access to episodes, post-match reactions, and much more, you can go to patreon.com slash Press. You can also join the wonderful WhatsApp group where... It is a collective uh, psychiatric ward for all intents and purposes, Andy. That's essentially what it is every match day. There is uh, all the emotions that you feel within a single match day uh, multiplied by 150 or so. So uh, uh, plenty of people to share your anxiety with, of which there was plenty of uh, last night, even though Roma, they win 3 to 0 over Sampdoria. Despite what the scoreboard says, Andy, I think everyone would agree that that was uh, it was stressful. Once again, we saw Roma waste uh, some goal-scoring chances. They came out uh, pretty uh, pretty uh, aggressive in the early onset. Tammy struggled once more. Uh, ultimately, though, they got the victory in, I, I won't go as far as to say that had they lost that, especially given what we saw Milan do, which Spalletti, that was, uh, I, I, I can't even find the words to describe what that was between Milan and Napoli yesterday evening. I mean, that was, you want to talk about unforeseen, uh, that was about as unforeseen of a result of a performance as they come. But uh, I won't go as so far as to say that had Roma lost or even drawn that match, that top four would have been over. But it certainly would have been far more complicated than it potentially needed to be. They came out on top. They did what they needed to do. They find themselves really in the thick of it because now between second-place Lazio and uh, sixth-place Atalanta. And we can even add seventh-place Juve in there because, once again, I have to uh, mention that even though I feel as if I said it in jest, once we found out about the points deduction of Juve, I said they would still make the Champions League and finish top four, even if they had to be deducted 15 points and they did not ultimately receive those points back they are getting uh, pretty damn close and i don't know if that says more about them or uh, the other teams in the league i'm i'm probably leaning towards it says more about the other teams and uh, the rest of Serie A. the fact that roma had they not won yesterday the fact andy that they would have been only three points ahead of juve is just mind-blowing to me i'm terrible at maths but still i'm able to at least know uh, that would have been a difference of three points which would have been again astonishing to me but all of the doomsday stuff aside they won ultimately that's all that matters and um they find themselves still in the thick of it 
even with all the missteps they have had. And you can either encourage yourself or make yourself feel uh, more uh, downtrodden if you want to talk about the missteps, because I look at that series of uh, results against Cremonese, Sassuolo, so on and so forth. And uh, you begin to kick yourself because for for as much uh, kissing of the backside that is being given to Lazio at the moment, uh, Roma, I would argue, should be ahead of them had they not uh, made some of the very uh, elementary level mistakes uh, and missteps that they've had in some of these matches. But we can obviously complain about that at a, uh, at a later date. For now, let's just focus on this one against Santoria. They got the result. They needed to win. They could not, could not get this one wrong. They didn't. And we saw uh, the... No country for old men main characters in uh, Gini Vinaldum, Nemanja Matic star. Uh, that was that was fantastic. They were incredible, those two. Definitely incredible. Definitely a, a team performance that, mm, as always, was characterized by what we 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 know Roma for, meaning uh, difficulty, extreme difficulty in 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 scoring. That first goal, the so difficult, so always, uh, you know, complicated, making your own life complicated. Some, some good decision making, some bad decision making, some good performances, some very bad ones. Um, again, as you said, you see players like Vinaldum and Matic completely, you know, operate in a different, almost in a different time zone. Uh, Dybala. Same as well. And then at the same time, you see players like, like Abraham who look like the shell of themselves. It's, it's, uh, so it's always, the good always comes with the bad at Roma. And, um, and last night I thought, thankfully, the good prevailed. Uh, Diego Lorente uh, manages to, to make his first start in Serie A and have a positive performance all the way until the end, which was very a very welcome sight. You know, obviously, we're facing a Sampdoria team that is is more than likely going down to Serie B. Thank you, God. Um, and uh, and 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 otherwise, this was supposed to be a, a match that you win, but it was never meant to be a match that you win easily. You know, it's it's that this doesn't happen in Serie A. At least this year, it doesn't. Um, so for me, the fact that you are still able. To, to get a result from this, especially after the international break where, you know, you always, either either it works for you or you completely lose the momentum, you know. And I mean, Roma were coming off a pretty heavy loss in the derby. So I don't think this result was should, should have been taken for granted. Uh, and I think the way it came about really shows you um, how how difficult these games are especially down the down the stretch of the season it, it it just it feels different everything is 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 much harder than it seems like you know that vinaldum header was like a breath of fresh air but really yeah, like just yeah. a big gulp of fresh air and and up until that second goal i'm and up until the moment where vinaldum falls down and and and, and has a penalty called in roma's favor I, I doubt that anyone's butt cheeks weren't completely locked in 
You know, when, <laughs> I mean, if somebody tells me that they were re they were relaxed in those final 20 minutes, I don't believe them. You know, it just doesn't work that way. It was complicated. And, and Mourinho knew it. The players knew it. I think at the end of the day, the, the, that, that red card changes everything. And that's, for Roma, that's a welcome set because you sometimes need those breaks. You know, it just, it, it, I, I feel like if that doesn't happen, Roma just go on once again, you know, smashing the goalposts, smashing the, 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 the crossbar, uh, missing easy chances and and they probably end up with a draw say and that's then you're out you know i mean then it's uh, we're talking about completely different mood completely different atmosphere whereas here we're allowed to dream even though uh, luciano spalletti i don't know what happened to you man but every time you're supposed to every time you're supposed to and extend a helping hand to us you don't i, I don't I, I, napoli look like prime 70s Brazil for most of the season and then time and time again every time they have to win a game for us just to make life easier for us and the other teams they they go on and and shoot themselves in the foot um but overall I thought this was you know not a guaranteed result not a guaranteed result um, we're in April April just started we're in April it's it's the season is winding down you have what nine ten games remaining i believe so uh, in the in the in the in the league so it's the, the time is limited time is running out you will not be able to say oh we still have more games because that's what players say and even uh, pellegrini yesterday said it we have a lot of games left you know yes partly nine ten right, games right, is, yeah. Is, yeah, is a good number but it's not a comfortable number. It's a number of games that really forces you to up your level, to up your performances, um, where the the margin for error is is getting smaller and smaller. And I think everybody knows this. You have teams like Lazio that have found a groove. They're in a groove. They're working towards securing a Champions League spot. Um Milan, I don't know what to make of them. I really don't. After a performance like that against Napoli, I really don't know what to make of them. Inter all of a sudden seemed to lose all their all their strengths. It seems like nobody can score. It seems like there's no game plan. There's no nothing. Atalanta are back in the mix. So it's once again, it's a I don't know if it's a good Serie A or it's a terrible Serie A, but it's very tense. And it will be crucial for Roma to always have that awareness that hey, doesn't matter what the critics say is if you if you can win with just one goal because that's mind you that's what Juve have been doing and look at what they're doing look at how they're coming back fifteen points are you crazy now they're they're right there you know if Massimiliano Allegri pulls this off man ugh you know um, incredible. I, I, mean, I don't know what. Um, and we're I really, assuming they don't get the points back, yeah? Yes, I, I mean, we are. We're assuming because if they get the points back, they're right there with Napoli. <laughs> so um, right. that's that's the scary part. So it just we're at this point of the season 
where we've been go- we've been through months and months of saying, well, you know, at least you can hope for others to drop points, and hey, look, Inter have dropped points, and hey, look, Milan. Have... No, this time that's over, and and Roma, I think, are slowly realizing because think about it. Last night they win. They f- they're feeling great about themselves. They're back in top four. They're on, on the same points with, uh, with, with Inter. Great. Two hours later, they're out of top four because of Milan. So, the, the, so your fate is entirely in your hands. It, you cannot, at this point of the season, rely on others. Not in this area. Everybody has been too, there's been too many ups and downs. You have to be more consistent. This is what we've been saying all season long. At the start of the season, we were saying, what is Roma's mission? Is it to lift another trophy? Is it to do this, to do that? No, for me, it was always about getting that consistency that we've been missing for years and years. And if there is one moment in the season where you have to go for it and you have to maintain that same level of focus, it's now. It's now because others will not allow you to. You cannot keep turning and looking over your shoulder and, and, and checking if, if, uh, if Milan or Inter are dropping points. You cannot do that. You, it's, it's, it's in your hands, entirely in your hands. And I just, I just pray that Roma know this because, um, because we know that uh, old habits die hard. Uh, Roma like to learn their lessons the hard way. But for now, I really hope the, the lessons, the, the, the difficult lessons are over. I hope that from now on, it, it has to be smooth sailing because um, you still have a pretty accessible calendar if you look at it. It's, uh, you're not in a, in a worse position than, say, uh, Milan or Lazio. It's, it's doable. But unless you learn to focus on yourself and, 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 and not on your opponent, then you're not going anywhere. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Well, the interesting thing, too, that I, I, I had real problems sort of uh, digesting after uh, yesterday evening was before Jose Mourinho, yeah, the complaint was, what is it? Paulo Fonseca, Roma, they never win their big matches. They can't get results against the teams in the top four. They never do well uh, against the big uh, the big teams in the Serie A. They... They just can't get results in those direct matches. Well, look at this year now, and I won't say that it is a complete and total 180-degree turn, but uh, if you look at where really the biggest issues have come, it is what? It is, you know... Finding the results against these smaller teams. And the, you, you mentioned about the people's backsides being pretty uh, pretty clenched uh, in the in the latter uh, in the latter moments of uh, of the match yesterday I have to say it um 
mine was almost like uh, super glued because the part, and I know you probably feel this too, or you understand when the, uh, uh, when the, the feeling is in the air, when the opponent is able to get off. And it, this seems like it is strictly related to Roma, where the opponent is able to string together Andy in their uh, final third, these tight passes and tight windows so quickly, decisively. Like I saw Sampdoria, they were completing these passes in, in the area and or just outside the area that were so uh, concrete, so decisive, so uh, difficult, and they were coming off almost perfectly. And it just seemed like anything Roma did to try and clear the ball, to try and get it the way uh, to try and get some balance they were struggling with. And I once uh, once they got uh, that set piece towards the end, I thought, oh, my gosh, they're going to level it. I don't know how or what it is. I, I don't know if it is a drop. I don't know what it is about this team, but they seem to be so uh, uh, capable of doing that. And the thing that just fascinates me is I, w- I would love to know what Paolo Dybala like if you could just get him in a room, if I say to him, this is off the record, I'm not going to record this or even publish it. But I would love to know, how, what is your diagnosis of, of, of this thing, of this issue? Is it, is it a quality issue? Is it a character issue? Is it an environmental issue? Is it a tactical issue, technical issue? Just tell me what it is. Well, it's, uh, you, you would love to know it but because we keep talking about it. I mean, is it, is it a character issue? Well, you have the likes of Nemanja Matic in the middle of the pitch. You have Chris Smalling in the defense. Is it a quality issue? You have Nemanja Matic. You have Paolo Dybala. You have Gini Wijnaldum on the pitch. That's, that's something. You know, that's something that more teams... I mean, yesterday, the, Sampdoria had who? Rincon and, and, and Winks, you know? I mean, what are we talking about? It's, uh, right, it's right. very... Gabbiadini, who wasn't, you know, oh, relevant God. five it's, years ago. It's very strange. It's very strange. Um, truth be told, we've seen Roma handle these situations with far more skill. I mean, even Real Sociedad, the way they handled that, the way they uh, were able to absorb whatever the opponent uh, was trying to do shows that this team again is made up of 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 two sides. It's it's you and and sometimes on a good night you're gonna see them being completely so compact, so well oriented. Everything is just beautifully planned out. Whereas at other times you can see. It's tense. It's tense. It's difficult. I think there is maybe there is maybe a, a player missing. Maybe somebody like Miketarian yesterday who who can also you know can do all those things that Miketarian basically did for us last season. Which uh, this season I think is it's what Pellegrini is trying to do, but he can't find it because DiBala is right there. So whatever Pellegrini is trying to do, it never comes off as pretty this season or useful um and uh and and so you have then matic trying to to you know to balance things out um play a bit in the defense then set up the play it's it's difficult for him too i mean this is a guy who's 34 years of age um trying to do so many things at the same time I, I just I just think that it really comes down to Roma wanting it. We've seen when they want it, they get the job done. Really, it's um, and it's been like clockwork because every time there is that pressure on, 
there is that expectation of meeting the moment of, oh, it's in or out. They've been able to, to sustain that pressure, which is very rare and cannot be said for a lot of the Romas that we've seen over the years. That's what they've acquired with Mourinho on the touchline. But at the same time, you do have these instances where you're like, oh, wow, are they going to drop points against Sampdoria after leading against? I mean, you know, the, we've seen that also against Lecce. Um, we've seen that against Cremonese, where it's just, oh, is this team awake? Are they are they in it? What are what's what's happening? Is is this the same team that we saw only a few days ago in the Europa League? Um, it, it's it's I, I always say it, Roma's own worst worst enemy is it's 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 the team itself. They are their own their own worst enemy. It's it's uh, it's mind boggling to me how this team is so good and mind you so consistent which is what we want from them but so consistent in taking one step forward taking two step back and then again one step forward two step back so it's it always gives you a, fa- a false sense of security and so it always gives you a sense of, oh this team has it they have it they got it they got it oh no they don't you know and um thankfully last night that red card really helped and you need those again. You need those episodes, um, especially after you come out of a, a, an international break. You're a bit sluggish. You know, you have players that DiBala just came in like two days ago from Argentina. Um, it, it, it's the whole thing is, is 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 difficult. It's difficult to find rhythm again, to find understanding, to to keep the momentum going. Look at Inter. You know, they they just they're spiraling down at this point. And and so Roma were were lucky with that red card, and then they made the best of it. Um, but once again, it comes down to that it's not only one game. You have to face these games one game at a time, sure. But it, it, it is also imperative of this team to, to carry those results forward. They cannot... Uh, start all over again on Saturday against Torino. They, they they cannot do that. They have to somehow, they have to find a way to to balance things out, to 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 keep a, a you know a, a cool head. Um, after this result against Sampdoria, you have almost a week of rest, so there is no excuse of ah uh, we had you know we had a midweek fixture. It's going to be problematic for us. No, this time you have time to rest. You have time to look towards an opponent that is is beatable. Um, and 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 that that's really what it comes down to because all the other teams are gonna do it. Uh, you look at Lazio; they they are doing it. They they don't care if it's the Derby or if it's Monza or what. They will play their hearts out, even without Ciro Immobile. They've learned to be consistent in the in this in this in a very crucial moment of the season because they weren't consistent before and 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 mind you they they've left every single competition they were in they 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 got beaten in the conference league whatever what i'm getting at though is that that awareness oh we can do it you know we've won the derby we can win against monza we've won against monza we can beat this other you know it's that I want to see that from Roma as well, and I saw glimpses of it throughout the season, but um, but those glimpses were far too rare. Uh, and I want Roma to really get into a groove, because as we said, you got ten games remaining. If you don't get a groove now, into a groove now, you're not gonna get into a groove before the end of the season, and that's 
it's really it's to me it's unfathomable how how this team can operate so well in a competition and then be so mediocre in another you know it's just because at the end of the day these things should balance each other out these are the same players um same same managers same tactics uh, all of it it's it's how come we see a version of Roma in the Europa League that then doesn't correspond to necessarily the Roma that we see in the league? And sometimes it does. Sometimes you go, oh, that's, that's the, yeah, that's right. That's the team. And you're surprised beyond belief. When they win against Juventus, you're like, wow, that's the team. That's what they're doing. Uh, they're, they're able to do that. Um, great, great news. Hopefully this is, this is the moment um, that, that Roma comes up big. Uh, hopefully this is the moment where Roma comes up and says, you know what? We got this. Ten games remaining. We got this. It's fine. We're going to beat Feyenoord. We're going to advance uh, to the next stage of the Europa League. And then let's see what happens. But but so far, I want to see a team that keeps that same level of focus. Um, this is This is what we, you know, this is what we want from this team. It's that level of focus that we've been looking for um, for the past season, hoping that it would show up. Now's the time. Finally, to end it here, what, what did you make of uh, Jose Mourinho with those cryptic... I, listen, this is something you're going uh, to get with him. And I, I, I mentioned this in one of our... Uh, extra uh, Patreon episodes either two or three weeks ago, but um, some of the people from uh, from his agency of uh, George Mensch, I got to say it properly in Portuguese, um, they were reaching out and uh, they were commenting off the record on the situation of Jose Mourinho about uh, his contract and basically sort of reigniting the flame as to, uh, I guess, speculate about his future. What, what did you make about him being kind of covert, cryptic when asked about his situation? Because it shouldn't be surprising. That's not a shock. This is a guy who, while he may have uh, toned it down, perhaps, uh, compared to previous roles he's had at other clubs we still have seen him uh, you know cr create some uh, it, it, some talking points some episodes whether it's talking of the the, the transfer market or uh, you know Roma's overall roster um, but this one is different because obviously connected directly to to him and as to whether or not he will remain even for the next season and he says yes I still have a contract in place but uh, you know sometimes the football, uh, the uh, contract is merely uh, a formality and they don't really matter. What, what did you make of that? Because I, I thought the timing was kind of, uh, kind of curious. It, it's, it definitely is. This is the kind of comment that you can certainly expect from Mourinho. You know, he goes one day, he goes to, what was it, like a Gregorian church or something, a, you know, Gregorian University, sorry, um, and sort of off the record, well, in public, goes on and says um and says oh i'm you know i love the fans the fans have have given so much to me um you know this is this is all i've been uh, i've been looking for um, this team doesn't win much maybe it's not a top club in a in a 
the sporting sense of the word, but 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 the the fans make it worth it, you know. And and those were words that sounded like the words of somebody who wants to continue working at the club. Then fast forward two days later, last night, he goes out, you know, and and and, and gives you exactly that line of well, contracts are contracts are contracts, and I just football is not all about contracts. So theoretically i'm i'm supposed to stay here until i have a, i have one more year left but you you know the, the the conclusion was you never know and and he that's what he does he keeps you on on, on the edge all the time uh it's fascinating it's frustrating it's uh it, it's something that has to be dealt behind the scenes to me it's impossible as a fan as someone who's not in it to, to know what the hell's happening, to even give you an opinion. Because I, overall, I think that both sides are in the right. I think Roma are in the right to expect Mourinho to honor his contract, uh, expect Mourinho to see to the end this project that he started. And he saw uh, bits and pieces of real success, of concrete success that that proved, hey, we're on the right path. On the other hand, I also understand Mourinho's point of view where he's a top manager, wants more more resources at his disposal, wants more guarantees, things that perhaps Roma are not able to give him at this point in time. So I can I can I can definitely understand the the, the, the two situations. And 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 in my mind, as yeah. a fan, the important thing is that there is there is an understanding. There has to be an understanding. I don't care if the two sides continue with each other or they separate ways at the end of the season. To me, there has to be a plan. Roma have to have a plan, backup plan for if in case Mourinho were to leave. Uh, but there also has to be, if they want to continue together, they also have to have something concrete to show him. Because this is a man who doesn't deal in ideas. This is a man, as a top manager, and as every other top manager, he's a man who deals in facts and figures and players and qualities and, you know, concrete data. Uh, in, in Roma, if they want to secure his services beyond this season and expect him to stay, despite interest from in, in international teams of Brazil and, and previously it was Portugal before they appointed Robert Martinez, whatever, uh, you know, now you have even the, the 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 idea of Chelsea and whatnot, Real Madrid, maybe PSG. Who knows? The important thing is that in that situation, you have to meet with him and you have to say, "Listen, this is what we have." And really, that that has there has to be a complete understanding between the two sides, so that then you have no regrets. So if he decides to walk out, you're like, "Okay, well, we did all we could. Now we have Plan B." And Plan B is just as good as as keeping Mourinho, right? That has to be the right. same mentality, and that's something, mind you, that I expect from the Friedkins. Um, just even off of the way they went uh, about securing Mourinho in the first place, that's what I expect them to. to uh, that's what I expect from them. I expect that that uh, consistency in in uh, in determination in this decision making process, which. You know, look at it. I mean, this will determine the fate of the club for the next few years, just as uh, Mourinho's appointment determined our Conference League success last season. Definitely. I I couldn't agree more. Uh, The only thing, or not the only thing, but the, the 
The vital thing is that there is at least a transparency, as you just said. If we're not going to continue, that's fine. Let, uh, let's just be open. Whether you know whether that is being done behind the scenes, that's all I care about. I you know I don't really care if uh, if Jose Mourinho uh, if he's throwing some mystery out into the media. Roma, as I said, they 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 have been for the most part pretty. Uh, transparent in uh, over the past year with uh, the bigger issues surrounding the club and I don't see why they would deviate away from that so uh, we will have to see what happens but uh, we will return later this week we're going to leave it there ahead of the match against Torino um, we're back Roma right in the thick of it uh, so everything from now really until uh, until the end of the season will be a full goal here and uh, hopefully, hopefully they will not torture us um, as we are so used to, as we have seen in recent seasons. So uh, chat with you all in a few days. Until next time. Ciao. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.